Hola, hola, GNGs. What's going on? It's your boy Trek, and this is Trek and Cryptos to Connect. Again, this is the Conversations with segment, and this is the part two of the full conversation with Bitcoin Zay, aka Isaiah Jackson. And we talk about his book more. We talk about the black um, community within America, the global thing. We talk about, you know, Trump tweeting out about cryptos. We get into a couple of different things, GNGs, in this part of the um, segment. And so I just want to say thanks for coming back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for following me. Thanks for finding me. And, yo, get the word out. I would greatly appreciate it. And so stay tuned and listen to the rest of the convo. All right, GNGs, here we go. Because yeah. when I make when I mention names of stuff, people are like, "Oh wait, you, you could do that." Like, wait, what's that? And like, mm-hmm. I got a hack, and it's like it's a BS hack. But like, I can literally promote on two traditional social media platforms and two blockchain-based platforms in one posting. <laughs> Most folks are at a when I explain it to people who are in the space, they're like, "Wait, you could do that?" Yes. And it's simply because I mess around with this stuff enough and try to see if I can do blah, blah, blah. And it works out like Mm -hmm. I can literally post from LinkedIn to Twitter to Steam and DTube. Yep. And most folks are like, wait, that's a thing? Like, yeah, that's a thing. And guess what? I'm not paying a monthly fee to use Hootsuite or fucking Sprout. Yeah. That's all. I'm gonna throw this idea out there. If you are a programmer or at least have the connection to somebody who has the understanding how to do this, somebody needs to come up with a way to aggregate the blockchain-based social media platforms. Like, yeah. cause I know Minds, uh, it's, it's one called Minds.com. Uh, we actually promoted it on the show one time. We actually uh, interviewed the CEO and it's a blockchain-based uh, social media, but they're just getting started, you know what I mean? And Mm-hmm. It's actually really good. It works. But like you said, it's all marketing. And once you can get that, yeah, I post it to where I regularly post, but it also posts to blockchain based social media and I'm getting rewarded in tokens that actually can make me money. Uh, like you said, it's another solution where you don't have to change what you're doing. You just have to get involved. So that's just, that's, I mean, that's a great idea. Absolutely. I'll, and I'll talk with some people that I've heard are thinking of making blockchain based social media to use that maybe as the marketing employee is, hey, post to Twitter, get paid on, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Whatever you make. Mm-hmm. If you just do what you regularly do and people um, like you or whatnot, or whatnot, they move to the blockchain side, that's who's going to follow you. And then, you know, as tokens circulate, you get it popping. But yeah, you got to make it, make the onboarding easy. So that is literally what my me- my media strategy is as far as social media is. Mm-hmm. It's where, like, you'll see me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and IG all the time. But on mm-hmm. the back end, what's really happening is all of my shit is going over to a blockchain-based social media. Yep. And, I mean, like, in the beginning, I was going hard, bro. Like, <laughs> it is, it, yo, salute to you and King, bro. And like I said, in the beginning, I didn't understand how much it really takes to do the, the social media side of it where you got to be on that every day, like posting, 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 making a comment, um, you know what I'm saying? Putting out your stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I was trying to, um, what was it? It was on Steam It. Like I did like 30 days of like every day putting something on. Mm. And <laughs> the first like 10 days, I was like, yo, I don't even know what the hell to say right now. Like, what yeah. do I even? I pull stuff up your ass at that point. Bro. <laughs> But you know what's crazy though? Mm-hmm. And this is the other part um, that I've learned, at least for me, over this year and change. Um, G&G is like, if you're looking to get into the space, um, who was it? Elliot, I forgot what his last name is. I follow him on, um, on LinkedIn. Um, he posted something about like how the price talk of Bitcoin is the least interesting part of the conversation. And to a very large degree, I agree with him on the end of, if you just getting caught up in seeing like shiny sparkly things, which is like the money, the bling bling, you're missing what's going on in the long run of the space. Yep. I agree with you there. 
Right. And when, when I mean, I it may to... get you in, it may get you in, but that's that technology is what will keep you. And then after yeah. a while, the price will be oh. like, nah, I, I don't even know. I haven't checked because people ask me all the time, you in Bitcoin? Oh, how much is it today? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man, especially on the weekends. You know, I do the show during the week, so I kind of keep up. But during the weekends, I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't look. Even as somebody who has traded a lot, you know what I mean? Like most of it is buying and holding, buying consistently and then holding long term. And just cost averaging. Cost average, dollar cost averaging, yeah. Because, I mean, if you if you want to live that life, I lived that life before for, you know, a year and a half, staring at, at charts all night. Waking up in the middle of the night trying to make sure you don't get liquidated. Uh, the the roller coaster rides of up and down. Yeah, that's all fun, I guess. And if you want to definitely have a heart attack, but in the real the real aspect of Bitcoin is the utility and the long term use case. The price will follow, man. That's why I'm not worried about it. Like once you really know how it works, it's like the price is that's it, it. It kind of is just in the way right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like um. I'm like, sure. I learned once I like left my traditional job workforce sector and like really started, you know, being in the space, realizing that hodling wasn't a long run plan mm-hmm. and then started looking at the whole like, all right, well, let me try to do this trading thing or let me try to figure out a web, bo- um, a trading bot. Or, and I was talking to different people. Like I was talking to CB about it. I was like uh, crypto blood. Um, I was talking to the, like, I, I got a homegirl who she's a whiz on, um, Excel spreadsheets, bro. And she came up with her own joint that like does the, um, bottom line is she basically made like her own version of a trading bot minus one or two features, but it definitely tracks all of her movement and stuff for what she's looking to do. And I was talking to different people, but what was always getting me was I just didn't have the fucking attention span, bro. Like, yeah, like I know more stuff now, but that's only because of like, you know, folks like you, like CB, like, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Or like, you know, cryptos and some good ones. Right. Like on the end of just watching those folks and, you know, looking at a tweet here and there, watching a video here and there, or listening to an interview and whatever, but it's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing too, that I liked about what you did within the book. I'm always bringing back to the book G and G's. It's called Bitcoin and black America. All right. Oh, yeah. On Amazon right now. <laughs> um, is that there are multiple ways to get into the space. And Zay gives you just uh, the the tip of the iceberg as to like, hey, here's how those of us in the in the in the quote black community can can get in this, but generally like it applies to anybody who really wants to fucking get what's going on right now and how they can be a part of it. Oh yeah, it, it um, covers it covers solutions for a lot of communities. There are things pointed directly at the black community as a conversational tone is pointed directly at black people, but you can replace it with other communities who've been marginalized by banks and you can have the same solutions. Um, it's just, and I'm in my community, I know what our problems are. So I'm focusing on that, but at other people's, you can, you can use it for something else. So yeah, that's, I, I wanted to make sure I covered that as well to make it, make sure people realize Bitcoin's for everybody, man. Yo. Okay. So he, I had this conversation. I be having a lot of conversations, bro. <laughs> so one of the, one of my, I don't know if to say pet peeves or issues of contention within the American black community is the whole thing of like, well, let's come up with something and then it just be exclusively us. But then we talk about like this new digital technology technology-based revolution mm-hmm. and it's just like so you telling me you want to come up with something and have it be global but then you want to tell certain yes. people that they can't use it yeah that makes no sense really like how that work explain yeah. that to me yeah yeah and, I, I've, I've i've just saying that about bitcoin too is that we're gonna have mass adoption you know you do realize you have to work with everybody so get used to it so one of the things that I'm constantly amazed at when I hear people having those 
per points of view on like, well, we need to make this be the black thing uh, is, hey, I get you, but like, that's just not gonna work nowadays. Like this ain't friggin' 1910, this ain't 1875. Like you can't run this whole, just be a homogeneous, you know, ecosystem um, of like a 1920s black Wall Street in like Louisiana or like Omaha. Like, nah, dog, it's not gonna work the same way. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I mean, you can work for black ownership, but yeah, you're right. The parishioners, the, the customers, the people that's gonna be around, people you have to work with. I mean, cause once you get vendors. into it, vendors, uh, payment processors, people you uh, marketing, you, you don't have to work with everybody. But, right. Yeah. So I, I think that attitude is bad. I mean, if you want to make it as black as possible, you know, shout out to you. But you know, a lot of times it's just in a lot of industries, it's not not there. Like you don't have anybody else to choose from. So, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the things with the black community. We have to work towards to enrich ourselves and make ourselves better. But understand, you know, other people going to be involved. I like. I think that the American blacks in particular don't understand this global stance, right? On the end of when you look at the Asian community, when you look at the Koreans, when you look at the Chinese. Oh, I'm I'm and I'm, I'm gonna throw this in there too about the whole getting the bag. Everybody wants to be a boss. <laughs> I move like a boss. I'm a boss. You, you, yo, Twitter and uh, IG be heavy with it, and I'm just like, all right, so. 154 LLC and now you a box. All right. Right, right. But but like here's the difference in the American mentality in my mind and how I see things move around in comparison to other groups of people. And this is also part of what um I'm not saying you directly wrote in the book, but what I kind of walked away with too was to go with, hey, we can do this in different sectors of business, of our personal life. It isn't a matter of, oh, you got to be the number one. The idea is you doing something, I'm doing something, we connecting, the money circulates enough through. And then like, you know what I'm saying? We build off of that, not just let me get this and let me chase the bag, flip it. Yeah. And then you off to you back to square one as far as like the inner circle of building the wealth in the community. Mm. It's not just let me chase the bag to be the boss. Let it's let me do my part, which I think black Americans have the hardest time understanding that. Yeah. Let me do my part. Like the small, large, it doesn't matter. You're right. Bro, I think I've seen that too much where people are going for the money is cool. We lost I mean, in the capitalist society, that's only, to me, that's only regular. I mean, you're going to see that. That's how people grow up. That's what they think. But I also mentioned in the book, Bitcoin changes your way of thinking. It literally yeah, yeah. makes you realize that that way of thinking is cool, but it's unsustainable if we're going to do it as a community, which is the best way to actually do it because you have an actual sustainable foundation long term. It's not just a bunch of individuals being able to get rich every now and then. It's a whole community of people prospering and doing, it, doing what they need. So. Changes your way of thinking. And like you said, you don't have to be the best. You just have to implement something into it. Like if you want to be a blockchain lawyer, uh, the space is wide open. Like mm -hmm. you don't Bro, have to step on each other. You can literally have thousands of black lawyers enter the space as a blockchain lawyer next year. And there will be plenty of companies for them to, to choose from. You can have, you know, hundreds of black banks or however many black banks there are start adopting blockchain companies into their or allowing them to store their money there. There's plenty of space. I mean, there's, there's plenty to go around. So that's why I said time is of the essence. Get to it. If you do it now, you don't have to step on each other. We have a sense of community work together. And then long term, I think we will see the results from that because we, you can't you can do it. You know, there, there is a chance. Every other solution I've heard is uh, it's damn near impossible. You know, there's a lot of other investment opportunities that are cool. But as far as working as a community to do it, I haven't seen it work as much as I've seen Bitcoin improve people's lives. Bro, it, like, I, I, there's, there's, I don't know if you remember this dude, but this, this, like, he was the one who initially, like, gave me the nudge to push over into the crypto space as far as the business and, like, doing something as a business in this. Is this mm -hmm. dude uh, who used to be on um, Bluetooth named uh, Mike B. If he was watching um, 
Butu back then in like 2016, 2017, Mike was heavy on. And he was, he's an expat, younger dude too. Like I think he was in his late 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably crossed 30 by now. Um, and he was like out in Eastern Europe. And he was definitely doing some things, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but was talking with him through email and stuff. And it was like, yeah, maybe you should look into being, uh, you know, a smart contract uh, auditor. And at mm-hmm. the time, I didn't even think about shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and, and th- this is what I'm saying, G&G, is like, for as long as I've been in the space, I only got the business idea of it in like the last like two years. And then I've only been able to like figure out more what is within my wheelhouse, so to say, in like the last year. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a growing process. It's a maturing process. It's a, um, you know, figuring out your niche. Um, example being, I never thought of the podcast when I first started doing this. This was nowhere not near on my radar at all. <laughs> like, it, yeah. I, literally when I wrote out the plan of what I was looking to do, podcasting mm-hmm. was not a part of it. I did have a social media side of it, but it was more so about... Um, cataloging what my journey was from being a non-coder to a coder and then like what I was dealing with or what I would have been dealing with as far as work was concerned and then you know that would have been that I want you there because that's how I started I mean I had no clue I was going to do any type of podcast thing King was the one that actually presented the idea um, because I didn't before doing this show uh, I, I just didn't make videos. You know what I mean? Like I was like, no. <laughs> Yo, I, mean, I'm not, I, hate, I used to hate my voice on on it uh, on video. I was like, I'm not making any videos. And I literally, we are at episode 436, and it's been two over two years now, and I feel more comfortable than ever when literally zero videos before that, no type of you know background in video production, no, nothing like that. I, I didn't. It wasn't my thing. King, it was more King's thing. But once you get introduced to it, podcast world and how how informational we were trying to be in a short period of time, I was like, yeah, this actually kind of works. And it, you get you get the word out a lot quicker. Um, and, you know, once you start doing it, like you, we're sitting here right now, now you're doing podcasts. And you never know where this life will take you in the, in the crypto world. The, yeah. whole lot of- so G&G's. If you ever see Zay in public, like he's a low key dude. Granted, like his stature is outstanding, um, but like he's a low key dude. And I remember, um, I seen you at um, um, the Black Blockchain Summit. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, I didn't know no, because this is like I said, this is like the early, early part of when I first came across y'all. But I wasn't really messing with y'all. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, yo, this dude look mad familiar. Why he look so familiar? <laughs> I didn't know, no, it was you until Vegas, bro, when CB introduced us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just like, wait, that was that was him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all around, man. <laughs> You're right, though. I mean, I go to conferences, but I play the background, man. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, if, I have a, if I have a panel or if I have to speak, cool. But if not, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, so like Gingy's like you got all types of folks in in the space, and you know um, I don't I'm not gonna say I've done as many of the higher what I call higher level events, which is like conferences and summits and stuff like that on his like on um, Zayzan, but um, I will say that within my travels, I've definitely noticed. Um, our, um, our presence growing as well as what I'm really um, excited about or not, I don't know if to say excited is, is, is um, the right word, mm-hmm. um, but going to the whole thing of, you know, blacks in tech, blacks in blockchain, blacks in the crypto tech thing, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, in getting around more, I'm having more of the conversations of, oh, yeah, you know, like I've been doing IT for this long or I've been doing programming for that long or I, you know, um, started learning how to code because blah, blah, blah was going on at my job or I wanted something different. And what I really like right now 
I don't know if you've noticed this, is that within the the, the millennial and lower, like mm-hmm. it seems like more of them are getting it. Like, yo, let me get into this tech mm-hmm. thing, and I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna do they something. Don't wanna, they won't do anything else. <laughs> most most kids. Yeah, like. It, it, yo, and then on Twitter, G and G's. We we talk about crypto Twitter. Oh, <laughs> yo, blacks in tech. Like, um, who put me onto that? Um, you Jason. know, um, Jason, yeah. uh, Kimchi socks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like he he's a big pusher. Um, Satoshi. God, I can't remember what his handle is right now. Um, mm-hmm. younger dude too. Um, he he's another one who'll be pushing heavy on it. And like at first, I was just like, wait. Blacks in tech, what's this about? Like, and yeah. then I started seeing the hashtag pop up like over the last like let's say three or four months. We're in the month of July right now, GNGs. It seems like there's definitely a growing community of um uh, not not growing like oh, it just like popped up out of nowhere. I think mm-hmm. it's more so the hey we are voicing that we have presence here and then we're doing more connecting. Yeah. Like that's what I'm liking and excited about and seeing. And then, um, oh, what is her name? God, what is her name? Annette Griff Griffin. Mm-hmm. She had throughout a couple of weeks back about doing like a cookout, like, you know, blacks and tech cookout in New York. I was mm-hmm. like, word, like I'll be back and forth in New York all the time. Like I'm definitely down for this. True. And um, a couple of like a week or two back, I said I made a video on something about it because I think I was at the, a matter of fact, it was like the beginning of July. Um, yo, how about like th- she actually worked it out with somebody else? I forgot who the other person is, but like it's going down. I forgot what month it's in. I think it's in August, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a Blacks in Tech cookout in, Bro- in I think, Brooklyn in Prospect Park. Right. Yo, I might be a, I might be wrong on it. Um, I will definitely um, make the information right in the descriptors. And when I'm promoting it out, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fix that. But yeah, I was like, yo, I definitely got to make sure to be in New York for that. Because like, I would really, really like to see that. Yeah, dope. Yeah, that would be tight in New York. Okay, so I know we didn't get into like everything on the book, GNGs. Here's what I'm going to say. Check out the book through Amazon. If you got the book already, definitely, um, you know, leave some some comments. Mm-hmm. And then, then, like, let others know, like, oh, this book is here, is relevant, get it, pick it up. Oh, yeah. And, and actually, uh, I do want to throw in there, if you go to Bitcoin and BlackAmerica.com, uh, instead of just telling your friends about it and them just buying it, you can actually earn 20% of each sale. Uh, yeah. Affiliate program. Put your email in there, sign up for the affiliate program, get some friends to buy it. You can make a little money off of it. Um, so, yes, definitely a good buy for you and yours. And I, I just want the word to spread enough where uh, we start to actually put it in the mainstream conversation. Because I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Auntie Maxine Waters, as they called her, she, they interviewed her and she was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, we got to uh, review Bitcom. Uh, so we got a problem with them even being able to pronounce Bitcoin at this point. Uh, a lot of older, older people or people who think, you know, in the old mindset, uh, unfortunately, so we got a lot of people to teach, and uh, you know, I want to start that conversation among the black community. So, um, with her, I'm, I, there's just certain people, bro, that I just write off mentally speaking, yeah. and then there's one or two people that I'm just like, all right, let's see how you talk and come third or fourth term in, yeah, if really about that. The people really about it, yeah, but where I wanted to go on the book, like GNGs, if you've listened to any of my other conversation with segments, I don't personally push any product or service that is connected to a person, especially in part because I don't do the sponsorship part with who I have on as the guest, right? But on on this thing in particular, I'm going to say I have the book. I tell other folks about the book. I, 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 I'm going to read through it again, and I'm probably going to be DMing you like, yo, let me ask you a question about this thing that you said on page blah, blah, blah. Hey, um, you know, and, and and like I said, like I'm pushing this as a priority thing. I don't know how else to like convey or relay. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm not fucking with nothing else if it ain't black and ain't right. I'm not saying that at all. But mm-hmm. I'm saying this, this just has a higher priority for me on, on some real shit. Like there's not too many things that I would get behind. That's the whole like, you know, black power this or like hotep that like honest dead ass. Like that's just not 
me and how I look at what's going on in the tech space in particular. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, mean, I, want, I want my writing to reflect that, that uh, it's not, you know, some some revolutionary thing that you have to pick sides in. I, I say it twice in the book. Black people aren't monolithic. There's no one way to do it. But Bitcoin needs to be the foundation. So that's, you know, that's one thing I want to make sure is, yeah, black people got to take part. Like, I think going on that note, too, and looking at, in particular, if you look at the Latinos, if you look at the Asians, they'll have that bodega business. They'll have that, you know, um, the little supermarket joint if you're in Brooklyn. You know what I'm talking about? If you're over there in Flatbush, if you're over there in um, Crown Heights. The Arabs do it over there. Like Muhammad, Hamed, Amin will be in that shop all day doing their little part. They own the business. They might not be the one sourcing it um, as far as what they selling from a, a, a fellow same pool person, um, skin tone wise or nationality wise, background wise, mm-hmm. but they got that storefront. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know one group that always amazed me? I used to do, um, I used to work um, for a charter bus company, right? And we used to go into Chinatown. New York's Chinatown. And I've been to a couple of different community areas called Chinatown. Mm -hmm. New York has one of the most unique Chinatowns that I've seen. I haven't been to the West Coast side of it yet, but I imagine that there's a similarity to the New York side in that. I've come across Asian Huh? Yeah, so I haven't been to the one in New York. I've been to the one here. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I'm going to say this and tell me if it's the same thing there. Mm-hmm. I've come across people who've lived in Chinatown for 30, damn near 40 years. They're like old ladies, old dudes. Don't speak a lick of English, bro. Don't have to. Right. Hey, I've seen, hey, I, I drive through Koreatown. I've been through Little Ethiopia. They don't even have to change the business sign name. Because mm-hmm. we don't care if you can read it. Who cares? I, I mean, we're going to have our people here. They're going to support. we Because it's, it's like innate within them to support each other. All righty, GMGs. You know what time it is. Got to pay those bills. Talk about the sponsors and stuff. So, first official sponsor for the podcast is Hoddle Brand. If you add the .ca to it, that's the website. Check it out for the 50-50 fitted. That's the hats right there. And also for the tees, coming out with some pretty good-looking, refined, um, urban wear kind of gear, man. If you're about that Bitcoin hodling or about that crypto in general hodling, definitely look to check out HoddleBrand.ca and definitely get some swag for yourself. And once again, I want to say thank you and big shout-outs um, for Hoddle Brand coming on to be the first official sponsor for the Trek and Cryptos to Connect podcast. All right, GMGs, and last but not least, I want to um, let y'all know about the Blockchain Futurist Conference, which I will be attending this year. And, yo, it's going to be a lot of people there. And this is the second year that it's being put together by Untraceable. You definitely got to check out the website, futurist19.com. It's going to be August 12th to the 14th. You're going to see faces and be able to interact with people like Rachel Siegel, a.k.a. Crypto Finally, Amber Scott of Outlier Compliance Group. You're going to also get to meet Audrey Nesbet, who is the Crypto's Chick um, Director and Marketing Communications Person. Even Michael Nye is going to be there. You also have people like Roger there and Tone Vase who are going to be there as well as Susan Ho who's going to be there. Christine Lee is going to be there. It's going to be a lot of people who are in the space, GMGs, and it's going to be a good event. I know I'm going to be there and enjoy it. This, granted, this is my first year doing it, but I hope to see you there. If you're interested, check out the website because you can do a buy one, get one free for a limited time. If you happen to miss that, though, you can use Trek 100 as a discount code to get 100 off of a ticket. And yo, just bottom line is I hope to see you up there and you know say what's up when you see me we can take a picture we can um have you on a instant little podcast stream we can do it all all right gng's back to this episode talking with bitcoin zay one i mean our, our native language here is english but that's just an example of you know basically flexing and uh from a business standpoint like we don't care if you if you all shop here or not we got good shit you're gonna come either way Right, right. Like once you know, hey, that place that has the awning and it looks like this is in this language, they mm-hmm. have the blah, blah, blah stuff. Yep. You're going to go regardless. Like, Absolutely. and, and th- this is what I'm going back to G&G's about like 
the the black american understanding and perspective not perception perspective of of community and like doing your part is very different than other groups yes. around the world oh yeah and i think that's one of the things that messes us up in large part to be able to have that monolithic um kind of movement that like you can go in any any major city and you will see it whether you're looking at latinos whether you're looking at the jews whether you're looking at koreans whether you're looking at the chinese even when you're looking at the ethiopians the liberians the nigerians the Sri Lankans, mm-hmm. the arabs like armenians out here yep mm-hmm. bro they're killing it they're they killing all it. do it the same way like all right well i'm not going to be the owner but like damn near like 98 percent of the staff is from where they from or they'll have you know whoever work at this at the store but the owner is this uh, or like their vending source for the um whatever the product is mm-hmm. it, is someone who's connected back to the old country or whatever like or every time somebody in the family turns 15 they run the register i've seen that yes uh, at a few places yeah. some chinese restaurants i used to go to every teenager every cousin it'd be a different one but they're like, hey they're teenagers now they got it you know it's they know they got to do it, bro. And and like I and this is what I'm saying on that whole thing of like, we out here running around talking about chasing the bag, getting the bags, right? But mm-hmm. we not talking about securing the bag. There's a very big difference in practice and execution mm-hmm. of getting the bag, chasing the bag, but the long run of securing the bag. Yeah, I Generally. don't think we get that. Yeah. And I think Bitcoin will help with that because when you start using Bitcoin, for one, it changes your mindset. Generation, gener- I can't even say the words. Uh, generations later will be able to use Bitcoin, of course, but it'll also be something that if you're trying to change our, our culture or change our way of thinking, if we just use Bitcoin. I mean, that is our social uh, language, so to say. Like I said, well, we, we speak English, but if our economic language is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency that will give us the leverage needed to succeed in the future and have that, you know, pass it down to the next person. Like, like I just stated with the, the, uh, 15 year olds, every time somebody turns a certain age, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him a Bitcoin wallet. He's five now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, it was like, yeah, black people be killing uh, Bitcoin in Atlanta. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, imagine if we hear that all the time, like oh, that dude. is their industry. Like, oh man, they, they build the best blockchain applications. They do this. That's a possibility. And mm-hmm. we're so tribal already. People say that about different industries already. So that's why I kind of laugh when people give pushback. But what do people tell you about what type of lawyer to get? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. type of doctor? Yo, yo anytime it involves of- money, they all, yo, you should get a Jewish lawyer. Like, and if- oh, you want a doctor? Why is he not Chinese or Indian? Why is he, you know, mm-hmm. Asian? You know, if you want a babysitter, why is it not a woman? We've already made ourselves tribal to this point where there's certain standards in our head some people may think to themselves, stereotyped anyway. But the only reason that came up is because you actually see it a lot. <laughs> you do Yo. see it. There is a lot of people in India in IT. That is a thing. <laughs> it's, it's stereotypical to think other people can't do it. But the, re- the way that they got there was they put a focus on technology. We want technology all the way. Generations later, the people who immigrated here, they're, all of their kids for the rest of their generations are going to say, oh, it's all tech. We're never doing anything different because that's, that's how it goes. So that's in this industry, we can be that catalyst. It's still that early. Man, like my daughter is graduated junior high, about to, is doing high school, and what is that, next month? Mm-hmm. And she's interested in tech to a certain degree, but like what I realized um, in the beginning, when like once I saw the, like the, the interest there, I like went ham, bro. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, let me get you this book on how to learn the basics of this, and oh, let me get you this robot, and then we'll build it. Yeah. Like I went ham on it, not realizing that I was more so pushing like, hey, I want you to go in this direction of tech, which was mm-hmm. the dev coding side, as opposed to like where is she at and what she likes and. Mm-hmm. Um, talking with um, my ex, her mom's like it wasn't until a little bit after that I started really getting like, all right, like step back, 
mm-hmm. and just like wait and see. And so now that she's going to um, high school and the school has a pretty good tech program, I'm really kind of curious to see like where this takes her and her exploration. Like I wanted to get her into black girls code and all that, bro. Like when I tell you, I was like, oh yes, this is about to go down. Like yeah. I'm gonna have the next, like, you know, um, the, the next super genius coda. It's like, nah, it ain't <laughs> happening like that pop. Like just slow your roll, slow your roll. Yeah, that's what you want at first, but of course, you know, you gotta let people you know, do it. You gotta let them grow up. Yeah, right, and and let them and let them be their own personal stuff. So now it's just like, all right, like you know, and like yo, I put my kids on to like the whole crypto stuff like back in like 2014, bro. <laughs> and like it's something that they're aware of, right? As far as Bitcoin, but like in regards to this whole like trek and stuff, no, nah, it's like no, nah, that's just dad. Like yeah, that's just that dude. Like. Yeah. rambled on and shit and like they don't know how big the social media stuff is they don't get about the different like conferences and going to different countries and mm-hmm. to them it's just like oh like he's gone somewhere again and yeah like yep. he's gonna show me pictures when he's back <laughs> you know yeah, unfortunately that's what it and, is but yeah that conversation is gonna change you know uh, but, but yo my son um he's doing college coming up and I remember when I first started telling him about Bitcoin and he didn't get it, get it. And then I remember like towards the junior year, he comes to me and it's like, hey, so would you be able to let me get some Bitcoin? Uh, like, let me get. Some, yeah, he asked me for Bitcoin. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, one of my friends, he's talking about how he trades it and he makes money. Yep. That's how it starts. I was like, yo. I told you about this back when you was in junior high. <laughs> like what? Yep. It starts with the friends because you could tell talk talk to you blue in the face. As soon as they friends it, as soon as they friends agree with it, hey, hey <laughs> I discovered <laughs> You're like, what? Yo, when I tell you I felt so hurt on the inside, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, I told you about this back right right before you got in mm-hmm. and then like once again, like you gotta check yourself. Yeah. Um, like being a parent at this stage and because I've been in so long, one of the other things I realized, bro, is I take certain stuff for granted with it. Mm. Like, oh, well, you should know this stuff already. Oh, yeah. Because I've been saying it to you for so long, but not realizing like X amount of it is just kind of going over their head. And then they don't see the relevance of it to where they are because they don't see it amongst their peers as of yet. Mm-hmm. And for him now, it is on his radar more than when I was just saying it. It's like, oh man, you just talking about like some techie shit that is like kind of beyond me because he's not. He's well, not rappers, rappers will probably start with that, and then when a big athlete starts saying it, let LeBron say, "I like Bitcoin." Right. We're going past fifty k <laughs> instantly. But yeah, you're right. They're not gonna listen to you. But that is one good thing is they do know you know about it. So. At the end of the day, as they get older, they'll end up coming back to you about it. You know what I mean? Man, yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> like that is definitely what I'm hoping for. But it was real funny to me, bro, like to have those situations play out and realize, like, wow, like you definitely yeah. gotta um <laughs> like slow your roll and stop trying to live vicariously through your kids. You know, <laughs> let them grow up and be their own who they gonna be as long as they not like you know shit bags as people then yeah you good true you know it man like i will say and i i, I <clears throat> excuse me when i used to do the live streams um on d live was it d live mm-hmm. i think it was d live and i used to bring that up about like being a parent now in this space and I'm definitely going to have to push the book off on my son. Be like, yo, I need you to read this book before you go back to school. And then we're going to have to talk because we're going to have to figure out some way for you. Like I already have my ideas and like things that I'm working out that he's not necessarily aware of, mm-hmm. but I need to like get him and my daughter too. It'd be like, All right, I need y'all to start thinking of certain things because listen, this is happening. Right uh, we're going to work it out. Like, yeah. like, I'm I'm on it like this, bro. And it hasn't played out exactly how I wanted it to, but like the whole thing for me is, and this goes towards this thing about the generational wealth, 
um, about building a community is like, yo, once I get this business to the level that I want it at, mm-hmm. y'all know y'all gonna have to work. Like, <laughs> you you gonna be it ain't gonna be a register per se, but you are gonna be in this somehow. Like, yeah. you gonna either be writing the descriptions for the videos, and like, all right, you get paid point blah 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 on BTC ETH or whatever the thing is that you want. Yeah, and we are gonna go from there. Like, that's how I look at this whole thing right now. True. Yeah, you know, I hear that. That's how you wanted to go too. It's a lot, a lot better right. that one. Right. Um, oh, you know what else I wanted to um, talk with you about? Um, 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 blockchain. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely gonna get into that. Um, well, blockchain it is uh, a peer-to-peer loan and crowd uh, crowdfunding platform for small businesses. Uh, with the, you know, it's called blockchain. So, you know, people think it's focused on black business, but it's really any small business because most small businesses, about 80% need funding. And one of the problems I wanted to solve, and I do want to highlight black businesses here is that they only get, black businesses only get about 1% of VC funding. Black women uh, founded businesses about 0.2%. So that's a terrible number. Um, I mean, if we can get that bumped up to 5%, that that would that would be hundreds or maybe even thousands of more businesses. So that's a lot more money uh, that could be circulated via the venture capitalist. So what you can do is you can sign up as a business or you can sign up as an investor. And the best part is if you use Bitcoin, um, you do not have to be accredited. That uh, that law has been enacted. You can be a non-accredited investor and invest in companies using Bitcoin and be paid back the same way. So that's what we're working on now. Uh, the private beta will be out soon. And uh, as far as funding, we uh, I do have pitch decks available for anybody who wants to look at seed funding because we will be starting uh, our pre-seed round or it is started now and we'll do a seed round after we get going. So, yeah, it's a it's an exciting project working with uh, some great engineers, some great uh, uh, UI, UX people just ready to get it off the ground. All right. So um, let me say. On the back end, I, I don't necessarily promote the consulting side of the business on the podcast, but I have signed up on the business side for um, blockchain. So in that way, in full disclosure, I am like I, I, I'm putting my money where my mouth is on this. Like I said, I, I'm just going to end up promoting more like black stuff. Like that's what it is. I appreciate um, it. So yeah, yo, Jason. Um, Director Noel of uh, mm-hmm. Kimchi Socks. Me and him will debate like I remember. Oh, we'll go back and forth on certain things for how he how he strategizes how we should work at like building wealth within like the family structure and then like the black community thing, right? Mm. And like he, yo, that dude is constantly thinking, bro like constantly thinking and like when by the time you see him post something like he's written it down revamped it and then like you know thought about the the if this then when thing and then finally put something out and what gets me and i'm not saying get me in a bad way but it's like when it comes to the black community as we see it with an american context how is it that more folks aren't getting this or like like an example of right he puts this stuff out on ig and twitter Mm -hmm. those are literally open to the public free platforms if you follow him or a couple of other people what's that dude um he was real cool with um nipsey um derek the dude Uh, had the tattoos on his face uh i'm not sure which one derek Um, i think his name is derek i think but okay. that dude, and like he usually shows his daughter doing like a field strip or put together pistols. Mm. Yo, she's a beast, bro. Nice. She's a beast. Like, I know grown dudes in the service who don't fucking break down or, or put <laughs> together shit as fast as she does. Nice. That's a whole other thing, too, about like having your kids understand, especially if you have a female kid, like the whole weaponry stuff. <laughs> um that, yeah that's a whole nother side conversation but like watching him watching um jason seeing what you're doing right now it's just like okay is it that the the light is shining or like one of the things i've been arguing for a while now is 
Blacks have always been in tech. We've always been in some way or another connected to whatever major social um, change happens, right? And the, like the tech part is just one example of it. Yeah. And I see more like constructive, solidated, constructive, solid plans being put out there. Mm -hmm. But it's like, all right, where's the, the what, what is it our homeboy says? Like the, the, the proofs in the pudding where more people are getting it and then like pushing it through and, and showing the success of it, I guess to say. I, was, I don't know if it's showing the success, but like showing it works. Yeah. Like, and I think like what gets us is we have examples of things working, but I don't know who's who like who's who's holding us up. Is it us us holding us up, or is it like between the generations that are holding one over the other up? You get where I'm going? Yeah, yeah. As far as you know, how how are we getting pushed out and perceived right now? I, I could I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, we I think we've done a great job in growing as far as what we do, but you never know really where it's gonna come from, especially in this industry. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as who's going to support, it could be people from all over because, you know, crypto is weird anyway. So uh, as far as black people doing it, not as much because demographically, just not so. But uh, overall, yeah, it comes from anywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like one of the things there's, there's so many one of the things <laughs> in, in looking at what's going on with the book, what's going on with you and King on the channel. What I see a couple of other folks, like I said, like Jason. I'm doing and I can't remember I don't remember if it's Derek I think it's Derek but like I see certain folks right now mm -hmm. making their way and they doing it not following the traditional path or route or like the well you know if if you want to be successful in business you got to do blah 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 or well you know if you want to do um my homegirl, well, I don't want to say homegirl but it's somebody who that I'm definitely paying attention to what she's doing um, and I met her at a conference last year and I've just been really watching what she's doing. Like she wanted to really work out this like investment funding stuff. Mm -hmm. And because of how the U S is, she was like, all right, bump it. We just going to go down to the islands and, and yo, she's beasting out there. Nice. You know, like for as innovative and as creative as we are in the entertainment side, right. The flashy, so showy stuff. I think that, this understanding of looking at the um, the tech side or the business side as it relates to tech, I think the 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 light is brightening for more people to go, hey, I don't have to do it that particular way. Let me do it, do it another way. I'm gonna kind of make it up as I go along. And now that we have this crypto option, like the what's the word I'm looking for? The creativity hasn't hasn't percolated yet. Yeah, not yet. It's coming. I mean, a little bit, but not yet. Yeah. Well, I do think that you are one example, like I said, of like I just need to get more people onto this. GNGs, mm -hmm. um, if you haven't been paying attention, I'm gonna say it again. The name of this book is called Bitcoin and Black America, and the author is um, Bitcoin Zay, aka Isaiah Jackson. And yo, I had a question about that. Mm -hmm. Name-wise, why did you go with the full government? Uh, I mean, it's not the full government, but I mean, it's basically just a way to get it out there as a speaker for people to know who I am. Mm -hmm. Two different ways. So, good to have a, one name people know you on social media and one in real life. Yeah, it's all good. I just want to say um, I appreciate Zay for coming on. And like when I reached out, I was like, yo, bro, like I'm trying to like relaunch my podcast thing and I think that um I want to do it with talking about the book and oh, yeah. He was like yeah I was like hi cool and this is my he's my first repeat um guest like this is the first person I've had actually come on again and then you know we we going through and bro I appreciate it definitely like once it's you I started clicking like you know you definitely um helped me out between what y'all do on the show and listening to what you guys are putting out there and y'all keeping the receipts and then the, the perspective that y'all bring to it. I know I'm picking up on stuff and learning as well as like, we talk about other stuff. And so that's also been helpful too. And I know for me, like I said, you guys jumped out on the business side before I did and the social media 
side of it. So I'm definitely picking up and learning and then I'm pushing like how I'm pushing it in my direction. You get love from this side of the house or like this, oh, this side of the coast. For I sure. appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely trying to keep it going. Keep these uh, educational products coming out. Keep the show going and doing what I can with the uh, with blockchain. So doing the work, man. All right, G&G. So there you have it. That is um, Bitcoin Zay, author, um, podcast host, YouTube channel guy, one half dynamic of the gentleman of crypto. Um, and he came on today and we talked for a good ass long ass time. This is going to definitely end up being like a two part thing um, that mm-hmm. I'm going to push out. And so, yeah, GNGs, um, this is me, Trek, and this is Trek and Cryptos to connect the conversations with. My guest today was Bitcoin Zay, author of Bitcoin and Black America. Check it out on Amazon, y'all. All right, one. All right, GNGs, there you have it. That is the full conversation that, um, yes, I know I rambled X amount, but, yo, Zay's a a low-key dude, but when he throws stuff out, man, he definitely do, as you heard, man. He definitely made some points on things. And I got to say, like I said in part one of this, like, I don't promote much of anything as in regards to, you know, me personally saying I'm putting me and my name behind something. But this is one of those things as far as something that I think a lot of black people in America, the black Americans, black America need to hear and understand and and really pick up what's going on when it comes to this blockchain um, industry and community as it's developing and growing and realizing that there are opportunities here that can definitely change your life. I'm not saying it's going to be an overnight thing. I'm not saying everyone is going to make it all on the same plane. But what I am saying is this open source technology and the different applications and the different second layer business solutions that can come from this is open to damn near everyone and black americans in particular really need to get on this train and i don't know how else to say it y'all just i just, i really don't know how else to say it other than that they really need to start paying attention so gng's um get the book you can find it on amazon you can find um bitcoin zay on the youtube channel you can find them on twitter and it's a bunch of different places i'll have this stuff in the descriptors aside from that like you know i really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast i really appreciate the comments i really appreciate the follows i really appreciate the likes please continue those even if you leave a negative comment or if you can find a way to put a thumbs down or a dislike i'll take that too get the word out much appreciated and if you know anybody who's interested in coming on definitely reach out to me at smart trekking on twitter at uh, trekking cryptos on ig you can even find me on linkedin as trek dot literally a period and yeah i'm here there and pretty much everywhere with how the mobile thing works nowadays and gng's like i said thanks a lot i really appreciate go get the book one